And we are live. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Are You Two In Love Or With Eva O'Byrne and Lucy Holmes or Lucy Holmes and Eva O'Byrne, depending which way you like us. Um, this week we are talking all things spooky season, our mm-hmm. absolute favourite season of the year, Libra season to any of our astrological friends. Obviously. Um, guys, today we're going to be talking about several things. We're going to be discussing um, potential costume ideas for not just yourself, but your friends and perhaps couples' costumes. We're going to be talking about how Marjorie is in Rihanna. That's what people <laughs> like to say. Um, of course, Mercury's in retrograde. And, of course, that's the scariest thing on Earth. So we will be giving you... Um, we'll be explaining what the hell Mercury retrograde is. We'll be talking about how to survive it and why it's special this time around. Because, of course, Mars is also in retrograde. Super scary. There is a lot happening right up in the Too sky at the moment. Um, the stars are really playing with us. Honestly, it's to the point where it's like... You think that it's going to be, that things are bad, and then you realise that they're going to get super bad. That's what's, it's a snowball of how bad things are right now. So, who's excited for lockdown level five then? Oh my god. Um, in, like, recent developments that we've learned that, of course, there'll be another press conference on Thursday, yeah. two days time, where the discussion of whether Ireland should enter a level four or level five lockdown um, will be announced. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, a little bit stressful. Um, of course it is. And on that note, like, if anyone, we always say this, but our, obviously our Instagram's always open. You can come to me or Eva on one of our Instagrams, at Eva O'Byrne or at Lucy Holmes, um, if you're feeling overwhelmed because it is a very overwhelming time. Mm-hmm. And I know college has started again and it could be a little bit lonely, especially because we're in quarantine. And especially so, if you're a fresher and you're, yeah. it's your first time away from home. So hit us up. We are always here to listen. We exactly. are always here to talk. But yes, on to the most important season of the year, spooky season. Um, Eva is clapping her astrology books in the corner. I don't even know how she manages that, but... Oh God, spooky season is just a time. I love Halloween. I think Halloween's like the best holiday because there's no like real... There's no pressure. You don't have to yeah. tell anyone a gift. Exactly. Just give them sweets. And there's no pressure as well. Like, if you don't want to celebrate Halloween, cool. But whereas, like, with Christmas, it's like, okay, this there's, has yeah, to be the best thing ever. There's a societal pressure to yeah. celebrate Christmas. And that's why, like, and that's why I love Halloween. Because it's, like, it's, like, pagan. Yeah. It's like, ooh. Okay. It's like the fail is lifted. The witches are back in their bullshit. It's the one day a, a year a girl can wear a slutty costume and no other girl can see Nah, you know what? I'm me. I'll wear a slutty costume any, any day, day of the, the week. week. I'm not here to shame anyone. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Like this year for Halloween, there's been like so many like trending things on TikTok, particularly Tim Burton characters are like a new thing, like the Sally Stitches from um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. I've seen a billion um, costume ideas related yeah. to her. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Tim Burton things, but I won't lie, like when we were kids... Tim Burton was where it was at. Like me it and my was. sister used to dress up as Tim Burton. I feel like it's come back. I feel like there's been like a real like Tim Burton nostalgia. I feel like we do get it every spooky season, but like this year particularly, mm. people have really been like running back because to Tim Burton. Because we're reverting to our childhood selves during mm. quarantine, and that, like that's like a known societal thing to happen. Like we're all alone, so we're yeah. learning more about ourselves as people. And like I I watched. A Dan and Phil Halloween bacon. Oh thing. no! <laughs> oh no! But to be fair, I did love those. Yeah. No, in my like, day, I loved like, those. It was like a brownie Halloween graveyard. I was gonna watch it. You know, it was like I love baking videos. I love like mukbangs as well. Like it's like where people are just having a good time. And like especially if it's something like everyday, like Domino's or something. I'm like, oh, I wish this was me. And I'm living <laughs> vicariously through. I'm speaking of living vicariously through things. Like Halloween costume ideas are so hard to come by sometimes I think because like if you if you really don't know 
it's it's hard to make one and like I want to provide a, like a definitive guide of like best things you can do for Halloween despite us maybe being in yeah before lockdown. like how to safely celebrate Halloween without like meeting up with all of your friends which exactly. is going to be hard actually I think spooky season this year is going to be really hard because at least at Christmas Christmas is kind of like a, a long spirit, enough like a, a long thing. enough period that most families will be able to come together now it's going to be tough anyway I know not everyone's going to be able to spend time with their family and that is always going to be really hard especially around Christmas but Halloween's like a real kind of time of year that you spend with your friends and you go out and have fun and you do random stuff Halloween like I feel like Halloween the, the world goes a little bit wobbly there's no rules exactly like and it's just it's even funnier to me the US presidential election is like four days after I know it's this is like you know what? Halloween's a little bit of a cursed season anyway, but this year, ooh. Ultra cursed. Ultra cursed. It's like, there's so much happening astrologically that we want to, like, give you guys, like, it's like a bubble of peace. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to be just, like, throwing out ideas for you to dress up, ideas for you to do at home. Yeah. Because, like, I've seen so many people being like, I don't know what to do with my friends because we can't meet up or, like, yeah. on different sides of the country. And I was like, you should do, like, something random, like a scavenger hunt over Zoom. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. I, I never even thought and of like, that. And like, plan or do like, again, like baking or with your friends or something. Yeah, like no, this year, like this year, I think I'm going to go back to the wholesome, like... The Halloween baking Halloween vibes. Baking vibes like, doing all of the old games. Like, I really want to bob for apples. I haven't done that since I was a child. Yeah. And, and like, I really you can do that do over Zoom. Yeah, I know. Like, you literally can. And it's, it's so funny to watch. Like, it's so funny to watch. But actually, going back, since you were saying the presidential, presidential elections are four days... After Halloween, um, <laughs> yeah, well, obviously register f- to vote. Most people here are Irish, so that's going to yeah. be a little bit hard. But if you happen to be we American, have a small or have, US audience. yeah, have an American citizenship, please God, register to vote. But I just looked up um, spooky facts. I don't know, whatever Halloween related facts. Apparently, the White House is haunted. Obviously, I'm gonna yeah, I'll accept that. So. It says here, the United States' most famous address has had several reports of ghostly appearances and eerie sounds, and that's not even including election years. Haha, <laughs> funny joke. The most common ghost sighting of Abraham Lincoln, who has been spotted by the First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, mm-hmm. Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands, and Sir Winston Churchill. Other paranormal guests include Andrew Jackson, David Burns, and Abigail Adams. I am not Ooh. surprised no. about Abraham Lincoln. He was a very tortured soul, because like he, lo- he lost children while in office he obviously had the whole weight of the civil war on him i wouldn't be surprised if he was continuously walking around the white house that's a good halloween costume that's pretty simple Abraham Lincoln. yeah no because like i was really thinking because obviously like for my own um costumes and like i've been having like this debate with myself about like different co- like because obviously like you have to be also culturally culturally aware of everything. Yeah. And so I, because I've seen so many people bring up, oh, like you could do anyone from the Avatar gang, and I just want to put out a PSA: don't change your eye shape or your skin color, and you're fine. Yeah, you're you're good. I think once you're respectful of other people's cultures, you're not appropriating anyone's cultures. Which yeah. I think we've kind of moved beyond now. I yeah. think people have kind of copped I think on a bit, the but they're like, of costumes are safe. Yeah. You know, and like. Oh, a costume that I love is um Britney Spears throughout the years. Oh, it's so cool. Like I've seen, I've seen small groups of people do it, but I'd love if someone got like ten people to do like. We should all be Britney Spears. Spears. Like that's it. This year, Halloween Zoom, we're all dressing up as Britney Spears. Everyone's invited. If you don't come, you're blocked. That's all I'm saying. The most iconic Halloween costume I've ever seen is James Cavanaugh's Diana, the cat. 
He dressed up as his cat. He dressed up as his cat. No, like it was like body paint, faux ears. He dressed up as a hairless cat. As a hairless cat for Halloween. And it was like, it was so creepy, but so good at the same time. See, I I have been planning my Halloween costume for a very long time, but because no one's really going to see it, I don't know if I'm going to do it this year, which is a bit tragic. But if anyone has seen Fifth Element, this is a very like Mm -hmm. specific thing. If you haven't seen Fifth Element, you're going to be like, what are you talking about? If anyone's seen Fifth Element... The main character slash one of the main characters is called Lilu. She basically falls from the sky. It's kind of what Fifth Element is about. Um, she is a very iconic looking character. She has orange hair, doesn't wear a lot of clothes, kind of is a little bit skimpy, but I'm <laughs> so here for that. It is iconic. Um, like it is, it is very iconic. Um, I think Tallulah Willis, Bruce Willis's daughter, did the costume a few years ago in homage to her father, which is really That's cool cute. because Bruce Willis was also in Fifth um, Element. It's also a film I love, so I highly recommend it. Yeah, I guess for my own Halloween, like me and Lucy have like a hidden Halloween costume that we might do yeah, if we, if we can, yeah, if it's safe together. enough to be together. Um, but individually, I've been thinking Bellatrix is strange. I yeah. think because I can just do the mad hair. Yeah, and no, like I the I like, and I have this gorgeous green corset that I got off Depop, and I'm like. I think you should go for Bellatrix. It's the prime opportunity, but it's just like I think the issue that a lot of people have, and and we don't even really recognize it around Halloween, is the issue of fast fashion in Halloween. Yeah, because people buy shit and they don't wear it again. It's like often they break it, stain it. It's like really wear ones, like you know those like bags with the costumes and the like picture of like random people outside. Yeah, yeah, cursed, absolutely cursed. Really poor quality plastic, and it's like. And, like, I get the, like, the pretty little thing stuff and, like, the lines that they put out. And they're, like, oh, it's individual items, so it's not as bad. It is. Yeah, it and is. And, like, it is I, I think the best places, in, and I know it's Dublin-centric, but Dublin Vintage Factory, very good. Depop, very good. Oh, yeah, like. Because the amount of, like, like, people buy these things once and then they just put them on Depop. Yeah. And it's, like. Perfect. No, Depop's unreal for it as well. And you know those, you know, like everyone knows if you've ever been in any like costume shop or Halloween shop or anything, those like, like costume like kits. Yeah. You know the ones I'm talking about. And they're so expensive. They'll be like 40 quid, 45 quid. They don't look good. They're flimsy. You're better off just going online or going um, to Depop or going to a charity shop and you'll do so much better. Exactly. And it'll be so much more creative and you can like do that little I made this costume flex. It's not Halloween themed but I was in Clifton over the summer and they had a display and it was a cardigan with like a design on it and they were like get the Taylor Swift look and I was like we love to see the self-aware charity shop and I think so many of them do make an effort for Halloween yeah. so like, that's like kind of what we wanted to push with this particular section like the opening part of the pod before we get into like you know talking about our weirdest ghost experiences and how to oh, cope with Mercury retrograde girl oh, I have so many it. ghost experiences it's not right um, <laughs> I won't get into it right now but the art centre I grew up in is deeply darkly haunted and I will go into that later because there are some very wonderful and weird and scary and terrifying stories and you know what I was a little bit skeptical I was a little bit skeptical skeptical. yeah no like you know like I'm very open-minded but I take a lot of things with a grain of salt especially like I have a lot of family members that like to wind me up so I always know "Mm, I'm gonna take a few things with a grain of salt some of the things I heard about that place I was like no surely surely not and then I witnessed it and I was like maybe maybe this place is a little bit haunted but um we will 
kind of dive into our haunted stories later. Of course. But for the moment, I think I am going to cut in with a song. Um, from our spooky playlist, from, apparently. Yeah, from my October energy playlist. Please do share some screenshots of it. Yeah, no, I'm going to share it on the Instagram. I shared it briefly on my Instagram, and then I don't know why I took it down. I took it down for some reason. I think there was a reason... Maybe I just got embarrassed. Maybe Who knows? I was like just a little. I got a little bit shy. I'm, I got. A, I was like. I was like. No. No one. No one can know. I listen to music. If, because no one can see that. Yeah, we I'm both doing. Did we both finger. did the like. You know the simp pose. If you know what I'm talking about, I always call it the simp pose. It's like the two finger. Yeah, we yeah. mean even did that at the exact same time. <laughs> anyway, I am going to hit you with. And yeah, okay, it might be a couple of repeats of songs from last week, but look. I kind of am in love with these songs, so I'm gonna hit you with Magic Dance by David Bowie. And we are back. You are listening to Are You Two in Love or with Evil Burn and Lucy Holmes or Lucy Holmes and Evil Burn, depending which way you like us. Gosh, so there's almost too much to talk there's about. There's so one. much to talk about. We had like a full like yeah. maths. We were having like a chat there. I was like, I could talk about old spooky stories for a good like five hours. I would love to do like a spooky story special. We could. Do we that. could do. Because well, I have we're some. Doing a pumpkin carving. Yeah, video. we after this, me and Eva are gonna go carve pumpkins. It's gonna be very chaotic. Maybe a little wine involved. We'll yeah. see how we're feeling. We'll see um, what's on, on sale in Tesco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have two bottles of wine downstairs. Though. Okay, well then. So we'll I think. We um, shall see. Um, but I'm very excited. I love carving pumpkins. Um, but I think now. Is yeah. a good time to talk about what's going on up in the stars exactly. and up in the skies, astrologically related. Literally, when I came into Lucy's house today and she was like, I'm feeling so tired, I'm feeling so off today. I was having and a really weird day. Mid-sentence, she was like, oh, Mercury it's retrograde, Mercury retrograde. today. <laughs> and it does, Mercury retrograde is in Scorpio. And so most people will recognise that Scorpio is the next, like, bunch, it's the next season, astrologically. Yeah. So, like, it's, you know... You know, it's Scorpio is known for being spooky. They're a bit emo of the signs, you know? Like they're they're really in their feelings a lot of the time. They're a little bit alt. They're a little bit like I don't know how to really like explain they're like the goth GF of all the star signs. I feel you know? like Scorpios are every iteration of David Bowie combined, if yes. that makes any sense. Fair. Um or like wants to be every iteration of David like, Bowie combined. Maybe that's just me. I'm not actually Scorpio, but maybe that's just me. And like I'm a Scorpio like Scorpio is my most common placement in my chart, so I'm really feeling this Mercury retrograde. Why? Because Mercury is retrograde in Scorpio. And what this means is that like communications are gonna be disrupted. Don't get a haircut within the next while oh my god I really want to get a mullet though <laughs> I like I kind of do so like mm, should I wait uh maybe mm. or do it with someone you really trust you know myself For, do everything with someone you really trust. myself I um, was going to just cut myself a mullet issues, maybe monetary issues often happen yeah hold your money club close to your test see often at the moment. like this retrograde won't necessarily I'm, I'm saying it won't be necessarily as bad um, you may be feeling more intense emotionally more than anything else. Definitely tired. Definitely like a draining force. Yeah. Maybe a feeling of helplessness. And as even well. on that point, like I think naturally the change of seasons, like October oh, is a real like the, the October is a very divisive month shorter. anyway. The days are getting shorter. Like there's definitely this bigger sense of lethargy. And like you can go off and say, look, I don't believe in astrology and that's chill, that's fine. But why but, are certain signs like that? Yeah, but why are certain signs <laughs> like that though? Um fact. 
But the change in the day and the, the amount of darkness we experience does definitely have an effect on mm-hmm. most people's um mental health, general health, whatever. And like seasonal depression. And thing. seasonal depression is very much a thing. And like this is my like kind of PSA of look after yourself, especially as we come into winter because yeah. it does get colder. You shouldn't have it, to look after yourself a bit more just because it's a, a retrograde. Yeah. You should be looking after yourself a bit more in winter anyway because yeah. our immune systems are down. It does like, get it does get a bit harder. Depression. I, and we're all going to be trapped indoors. Exactly. Know? It's going to be tough, especially with us in lockdown. And I know myself, like, I find winter very hard. Like, I am a Sagittarius baby. Like, I was born in December, but I don't like winter. I'm not a winter person at all. I'm very much a summer you know, person. That's fair. So it's something I do find very hard, and that's what I'm saying. Like like, post Christmas winter, yeah, January is bleak. So it's starting to get a bit darker now. We're kind of descending into winter, and what I always say, and I feel like people will understand this kind of. I don't know, maybe not, maybe. But the longer September leans into October, the better the year will be, Mm. because it means that autumn hasn't quite slipped away yet, and we kind of gradually transition into the winter rather than like it hits you. It hits you like a truck. So definitely mind yourself as we move into the winter. But anyway, back to the stars and back to Mer- yes. uh, Mercury retrograde and back so, to everything that's like, going everyone's on. Everyone's feeling a bit more tired, probably, and like, and because Scorpio is so Scorpio is known for being again very intense, a very intense sign. And my Mercury is actually in Scorpio, so I'll be feeling a bit whack in terms of how I'm interpreting messages, because like messes up with technology and communications obviously indicates that like you know people will feel the need to come back into your life during a retrograde yeah especially mercury they will feel the need to contact you and you do not need to answer and that's what you need to keep in your mind you do not need to answer someone's text message but also please reply to my messages i'm lonely (laughs) (laughs) lucy stop texting me okay i'm sorry um but yeah so that's what's happening but what makes it more special this month is because mars is in retrograde in aries and it's a double middle finger to me because mars is in retrograde in aries which is the detriment sign to libra so basically for anyone that doesn't understand any of that in layman's terms this month just said fuck you evo burn yeah. and kept going it honestly just slapped me around yeah the it was just like you know what it's just not gonna be eva's month this month See, but i think it's always eva's it's month it's like you know i i've been religiously checking costar this month because I, I i feel like i need to i feel like mm. it, it's a thing that should be done and what i've noticed is that like Mar- a retrograde isn't necessarily the end of the world. Yeah. We all know this. Like, it isn't, like, you know, it, like, obviously it's a meme. Like, the the concept of a Mercury retrograde is now a meme across Instagram, and I get that. But a lot of people don't realise that retrogrades are often a time to realise what's wrong with your life. Yeah. And a Mars retrograde, especially in Aries, a really productive and, like, fiery sign, it may just, like, light a fire under your ass. And yeah. be, like... It's you know your shit out. It's Come a good on. time to kind of reflect. Like I feel like winter in general anyway is a good, good time, time to reflect. reflect. It's a good time to reflect in the year. It's a good time to go, okay, this shit isn't working for me or this shit is working for me. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like it's a good time to get your shit together, I think. Exactly. And this time of year you're gonna feel very lethargic. You're not really wanna go gonna want to you're going to want to go out. God, I can't mm-hmm. speak. Um but with a lockdown on top of that as well, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. And I'm gonna like I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but this is where I'm gonna tell you, you've gotta mind yourself. Mm-hmm. If you feel yourself slipping, reach out to someone, say something, have a self care day. And sometimes self care isn't just a bath. Sometimes self care is like cutting off people who are toxic. Yeah. Sometimes self care is a lot harder than we'd like to admit. But you have to look after yourself, especially in winter, mm-hmm. because it is a very very tough time. And November is. Um, a little like trigger warning here before I say this 
but um november is statistic statistically november and january are statistically the highest months for suicide mm-hmm. so i will say please do mind yourself and once again i will reiterate please reach out to like, us if you a need few anything people have been asking a few people have been asking about my skincare routine <laughs> a few people have been asking me about how to take care of yourself during a retrograde and how to improve communications and all that and really what like this whole segment is meant to do is reiterate the point that you don't have to be experiencing a massive astrological event to want to take care of yourself. Yeah. Obviously, putting, you know, barriers in place if you think that they should be there is always a great thing. Um, but certainly, do not be afraid to... You don't owe anything to anyone. Exactly. It's always a thing I like to put to myself. Because, like, as I'm, I'm an over-worrier. I'm an anxious person. I always want... I'm a people pleaser. And I always... Even if someone else is in the wrong, I'll want to help them. And I think that for the next while, certainly with communications and like, you know, when, if people aren't reaching out to you, you know, do not take it as like an offensive thing. Maybe you should reach out to them or maybe just like rethink about your decisions and everything like that, that you've done. Because in a way, like, you know, lockdown is horrible because we're separated from friends and family. But at the same time, we're given this opportunity to, to really think about the structure of our lives before and where the actions we were doing were they necessarily good yeah was it healthy like when when lockdown happened um initially i crashed and it's because the way i was living was very unsustainable Mm -hmm. like anyone that knows me knows that i commuted for first year and i spent most of my first year couch surfing like i didn't know where i was staying most nights which i do not recommend it's not safe anyway you shouldn't do that you're not going to get a decent night's sleep as if i get one anyway but whatever (laughs) that's a story for another day um and like I came to the point where I realised this was not sustainable and it was really taking a toll on my health and I didn't realise until I was forced to stop and again winter is a good time for this as well mm-hmm. but lockdown number two as unfortunate as it may be it's a good time to reassess and go okay I've come back out into the world is what I'm doing working mm-hmm. is it working do I feel better do I feel worse I think it's a good time to take a pause and actually as we we're talking about like kind of looking after yourself and self-care I do kind of want to move into Halloween this year. Exactly. Halloween this year is going to be weird. Um, Not only is there a blue moon, but it's also the weirdest Halloween we've had in yeah. living memory. This is, it's the like, this weird is every, uh, this weird? This, this year? Weird. <laughs> this year is weird. Everything about it is naturally going to be weird. Mm. But on Halloween, I like, I won't lie, I'm tempted to. We're all a little bit tempted to go, but it's Halloween. We got to celebrate. We got to see our friends. And I'm going to be like, no. Mm, I'm going to be like, your mean mother. Like, I'm doing this out of love, but don't. Like, really, really be careful on Halloween because I know a lot of people are going to be out. Um, and I so think please, it's just, it's just yeah. different this year because, like, going out for Halloween before, like, you you always get the talk from your parents. It's like, oh, you're going out on Halloween. It's it's a bit dodgy. It's whatever. This year more than ever. Yeah. I do think. And especially, especially with COVID. Especially if it's, like, your first year, like, maybe, like, being 18. Yeah. Out, like, regardless of what you've done before it's going to be a new playing field and admittedly like am I scared yeah but like it's just not worth it it's See, not worth the risk yeah I'm lucky like I live in a wonderful house with wonderful housemates I'm not in student accommodation or anything so it's really chill and really laid back mm-hmm. that we're all just going to chill in the house and have a good time together but not a lot of people are still with their families so it is kind of shit that you have to stay home for Halloween and I'm not saying stay home but if you are going out Try and stay as safe as possible. Try exactly. and social distance where possible. You know, all of that good stuff. Also, don't, don't, don't play with fireworks. Do I even Do have not. to say that? The don't amount of horror it, stories. Um, 
my hometown has a real thing about throwing bangers at people. I don't know if that's a thing in Dublin, but we've been experiencing it for like the last two months. Yeah. Anytime I go home, there's someone, my sister's like, yeah, someone got a banger thrown at them. It's been like, it's it was September. I was like, I excuse get, me. I always get so anxious about pets on Halloween. Yeah, no, especially, okay, if you have black cats, especially Sorry. look after them because people like to, I hate to say it, but there has been stories Attack of people some. attacking black cats because they were seen as like a, October spooky witchy thing but anyway um on that note we've given you like a health and safety PSA we've been your mothers for like 10 minutes you're probably going to be like we've told you about Mars and yeah we told you about Mercury told you about all the good things and the blue moon there is a blue moon coming up so and that's like again once in a blue moon once in a blue moon it's going to be a weird ass Halloween it's going to be a weird so please look after yourself yourself. don't die I'll be very upset if Um, you do please I'm trying to think about things they can for the blue moon you know, and you may feel new emotions, you may feel like, you know, it might be a hard transition for a lot of people in their lives, especially it'll be Scorpio season when the blue moon happens. So light a candle, listen to some David Bowie, relax. Exactly. You're going to be fine. It's going to be all good. Um, Like the at the start of this month, there was um full moon in Aries, which yeah. is a time of new beginnings and change. Especially in Aries, which is the, the first. It's the very first sign. So it's new beginnings, a lot of old doors are closing which is good but sometimes it's quite hard to, to the, actually yeah yeah the blue more. moon is a time of rebuilding and not rebuilding the old but building the new mm-hmm. um right, so it's gonna be your, a, i think write down your goals yeah write down your a goals great time, a great ritual because like i always hear about people lighting incense and candles but like actual writing affirmations to yourself yeah and especially for how hard winter will be this year we can't deny that yeah if you write down your affirmations and your goals and you set goals for yourself and you give something for yourself to work to and not feel hopeless because if you have those moments of like what am I doing this for what's the point yeah you can look back and go this is what I'm doing it for and I think it's a really healthy thing to do to write down what you want to achieve even if it's something small even if it's just like make pancakes with my friends which we did the other day and it was lovely like stuff like that like so healthy so good for you that's like a really good form of self-care like journaling writing things down doing that kind of thing so we've given you the whole look after yourself psa i'm gonna cut in with a song but after the song i'm gonna hit you with my spookiest of stories and i'm so excited for spooky oh i have so many of them (laughs) um had a very spooky time growing up and to mark the beginning of this i'm gonna go in with the most halloweeny song i know um a lot of people don't actually know this song but when you listen to it you'll know where i'm coming from it's waltz in black by the strap And we are back. You are listening to Are You Two In Love Or? Um, so now it's time for my favourite time ever. Getting to tell story. spooky stories. I don't know where to start because I have so many of them. But um, I think, you know what? Most of them happen in the same place. Like I've sp- I spent a lot of my teenage years, a lot of my years. Um, of your long years. Of my long sorry. years, of my 99 years in this earth, my 90 million years. Um, in a very particular art centre, I'm not going to name it for mm-hmm. obvious reasons, I don't want y'all to hunt me down, um, but if anyone knows me, they'll probably know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically to explain this place, and I will give um, kind of a content warning for this, I will be talking about like 
suicide and hangings and not really funky things. Mm -hmm. So if that makes you uncomfortable, you are more than welcome to like click off or fast forward or do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just putting that out there that it does get a bit weird. So yeah, the this theatre, like theatres I feel like are naturally, naturally kind of attract energies anyway. Yeah. I feel like a lot of theatres are haunted for be sure, be like, all yeah. theatres have, like, that weird vibe of, like, you're never alone in your dressing room. Yeah, because I, th I think it's just because, like, actors are very energetic beings, beings in the way that they're, like, transforming into different characters. Mm -hmm. So I feel like their emotional fields, if you want to call it that, whatever, would naturally attract any spirits, if you believe in that. Yeah. Chill, if not. But, like, I've seen some things. Girl, I've seen some things. Anyway, so this theatre was built over a jail I guess you could call it it's built right next to the courthouse but mm -hmm. basically the front of the auditorium is where people were hung oh God. they okay. were hung for their murders so the last place they would see is the cells and the cells are where the dressing rooms are now <laughs> so as if dressing rooms weren't already creepy enough these dressing rooms are extra creepy and like you hear, like I've heard loads of stories over the years from this place, but oh, I've experienced some even weirder things. Yeah. Like this, like there's been stories about psychics coming into the place and people who have no idea about the history of the place. And, and feeling off. And refusing to come back in. Yeah. People crying, people screaming, like stuff like that. From just walking into this building or going down to these dressing rooms because they're that, like, excuse my French, but they're that fucked. Like there's mm -hmm. just something really off about them. Like thousands of people died thousands of people died there thousands mm -hmm. of people were hung thousands of people were put to death um and i think the prospect of death as well is a very uh, to, like it's a lingering yeah it's a lingering thought. energy yeah um so anyway now that i have the backstory explained i will tell you some of my stories of my time in there mm -hmm. so when you kind of start going to this um theater you're told stories, you're told whispers of stories, you're told about things moving and going missing and reappearing. And like stuff going missing in dressing rooms yeah. and props and, disappearing and, and lights turning on. And faces and singing and screaming. And I was like, okay, but I am a little bit sceptical. Yeah. Until, and this was, I think this was one of my, like, I definitely have had other occult experiences, if you want to call them that. But yeah. this was the first time in this art centre that I actually experienced it I'd say I was about 13 maybe yeah. 12 or 13 um and I was in the dressing room and now there's another person there with me so I have a witness I was in the dressing room and I heard a child's voice oh, and I was like haha very funny someone's in the other dressing room um the other dressing rooms there was one one dressing room open the other two dressing rooms there's three dressing rooms in total the other two dressing rooms were locked nope I was like, we were standing there, there was a child's voice, there was child, children giggling, there was, and I was like, oh, this is just someone playing with us. Yeah. This is just someone playing with us. But there's no speaker systems down there. There's no signal down there. I thought it was some, the person in the room with me, but they were freaking the fuck out. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, this is just a prank. This is surely just a prank. Yeah. But I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. So we went back up to stage to see who was up there. There was no one up there. It was only like this was because we were in a closed rehearsal. It was we were rehearsing for like a specific number. Yeah. Most people were up in the dance studio. We had to go and drop stuff down to the dressing room. So we were on our own. There was a child laughing. Mm -mm, not good. That is only one of the stories. 
Um, one day I was rehearsing for this show. Very small cast. It was, I think, including like the director and everything, there was only like five of us in the theatre or okay. six of us in the theatre. Um, and the theatre is connected to like a bar area, basically. And we were sitting in the theatre, running our lines, and the lights started going crazy. And we were like, oh, it's just someone in the cast, like, fucking with us. Someone's definitely just screwing with us. Um, so we called everyone in the cast in, and we were like, haha, very funny, who is it? And they were like, what are you talking about? Um, and th- these were the stage lights now, I'd like to make that very clear. Um, and the only way you can control the stage lights is being up in the box in the booth, yeah. at the very, very back of the auditorium. And we were like, haha, very funny, who is it? And they were like, it's none of us. We knew we were the only people in the theatre at the time because it was a Sunday afternoon it's usually closed it was a few days before a show we were getting yeah. ready mm. we were like haha this is very funny and one of the guys that worked in the art centre was like what do you what do you mean like the no one's there's no way anyone could touch the lights the box is off like basically there's a different connection for house lights and for stage lights house lights are on one like current I guess is the way yeah. um Stage lights are in a different one. Yeah. When they're not being used, they have to be turned off because obviously they take a lot of energy. They have to be turned off. And he was like, I turned those off myself. And this is a very, like, straight guy. Like, he doesn't really do pranks. He doesn't really do jokes. Like, he's a lovely sense of humour. But he doesn't do jokes in that kind yeah. of way. He doesn't really do pranks. And, like, when he's telling the truth. Yeah. When he's telling the truth, he's telling the truth. He's a very dry sense of humour. Um. And we were like, okay, that's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You did turn off the, the like electricity sure you did we just didn't believe him and we were all standing there everyone in the room and like I said there's no way there is no way those lights can do anything unless there's someone up in the box the energy was turned off there's no way they should have been on there's no way they should have even tripped nothing yeah and the lights started going crazy I I mean I don't just mean like the light for the show I mean they were going on and off there was gobos going there was different colours, lights were changing colours, all of this crazy, crazy, crazy shit. And we were like, what the fuck? And I, I like, made a joke. I was like, oh, it's a ghost. And I went, well, if the ghost is listening, then stop. And the entire theatre went black. And we freaked the fuck out. We bolted from that room. We bolted from that room. And you could be like, you could be like, that story's bullshit, Lucy. I don't believe you. I have five other people who can say that happened. No. No. Yeah. No. No. There was also one day. Now, no one else could prove this because this was only me. But there is this really kind of. There's this hallway that goes down to the dressing rooms, yeah. and that was the final hallway people would go up before they were hung. So oh. lingering energies. Lingering energies. Um. One day I was walking through there, and I am not like okay. I do drama, but I'm not really a drama queen. Yeah. I, You're very level-headed. I am, I am quite a level-headed person. Um, that's thanks to my Capricorn moon. Shout out to her. She's doing a good job. I don't necessarily get her, but she's there. Um, anyway, I was walking through this hall and I thought there was a bird or something because there was something that was like periphery and I thought there was a bird trapped in this hallway, which like wouldn't have been the crazy... It would have been weird, but it wouldn't have been the craziest thing because there's a door at the back, so maybe it could have come in, whatever. Nested in the I thought there was a bird. I looked up and I shit you not, I saw a face. Bruh, no, I, no, no. And I'm not easily scared. Like, if anyone knows me, like, I don't really, I don't, I'm not really, I don't want to be like, I'm not scared of anything. Because there definitely is things I'm scared of, but I don't have, like, a definitive, I'm scared of spiders, I'm scared of this, I'm scared of that. I don't necessarily have any phobias. I, I cried. I cried. I cried. 
And I was like, like, you can tell me like, oh, it's a theater. There's definitely like special effects thing. Like, we're not that advanced. We're not that advanced. There's nothing in the dressing room. Like some seriously spooky shit. Um, also, growing up, I lived next to, well, not next to, but very near to a graveyard. There was general like buried, like there was, I, I definitely am convinced because you'd find random graves in fields and stuff as well. There was an actual graveyard, but I was convinced people were buried further away because there would be random graves or random stones. Yeah. A lot of fairy trees as well. If anyone knows anything about fairy trees, yeah. um, give you a quick explanation of fairy trees. So basically, a fairy tree is a lone tree that stands in a field. Normally, um, these were planted to mark a grave, usually a grave of a newborn or stillborn child. Um, and it was believed that the fairies protect these. And if you cut down a fairy tree, you will have seven years or depending on your belief a lifetime of bad luck mm -hmm. and for some people the bad luck will be minor inconveniences for the rest of your life for some people it will be the worst luck of your entire life you don't fuck with fairy trees mm -hmm. i grew up in a place where there's a lot of fairy trees there's a lot of gravestones there's a lot of weird energies my house definitely had a weird energy to it but one night we were at the graveyard yeah of course yeah one yeah. night we were at the graveyard down through because we were cool okay we were cool You're like Mary that Shelley. yeah i was mary shelley anyway um, we were down at the graveyard near my house and it was me and my cousin. It was only me and my cousin. And someone called my name oh, and we both no. heard it. No. So we bolted. No. Now you could have said there could have been somewhere. It could have, but I didn't know anyone on my road. Like it was a very, very sparse road. I didn't know anyone on my road. Like, and I mean, like, I mean that at all. Like it was mainly like elderly people. I didn't know a single one of them. I knew one person, like, about five kilometres up the road. That was it. Someone said my name. And we freaked. Like, I've, I've had some really, really, really weird experiences. Like, I... And, like, I am very much, like, take these kind of things with a grain of yeah. salt. But, oh, I have had some weird experiences. I mean, like, I've had a few. Um, myself. Like, when I was younger. So there's a ghost database... Oh. for the country it's really fun I didn't know that um, and so it's where people like log their their, go their ghost experiences and shit and like reoccurring ghosts and historical places and like you know like cats and things like that that appear and things yeah. that appear and things that are wrong but like so we used to stay in this house in Sligo which is where my family is from and like so it used to be a schoolhouse okay. so it's not like bad energy but energy definitely but lingers it's, like, it's energy yeah. and like so the worst, the scariest experience I've ever had was, it was like three years ago. Um, so it was um, close, like close to my age now. So, and I was in the kitchen at one in the morning. I was making a cup of tea. Yeah. And I thought my mum was in the kitchen with me. Yeah. And I saw there was a woman oh, in the no. door, in the door. And um, obviously, because like, it was like low light and whatever, I was like, oh, it's just mad. And I turn around to make my tea, and then I come back. I go. Then I turn around and get she's gone, and like my mum and dad were in bed asleep down the hall, and it was like no, no, like, I don't like clear, that. It was clearly like a schoolmistress, a teacher, something. I didn't feel threatened. No, but it was certainly like there was something watching you. There yeah. was a lingering energy, and I would also like to add that all of the stories I was telling you happened. The, the first one I told, I have happened at 13, but most of them I was like 15, 16, 17. Oh. So, like, it's not just a child, like, yeah. making up stories. This is, like, stuff that like happens. happens. Like, and you don't have to believe it. 
go wild. You can doubt me. I don't have any proof. I didn't get it on video. I didn't get a picture of it. Yeah, I was with other people that can tell the same story, but that yeah. doesn't mean we didn't like That's coordinate the story or whatever. Yeah. You're allowed to doubt me. Like, but yeah. I'm not going to doubt myself. Holy shit. Because like in the same house, so like yeah, just go and like at 12pm, 1pm in the day, um, you would hear kids laughing and footsteps running through the house. Oh, I don't and like, like mo- most of the time it was like us alone in the house because like it, it was in a surfing town in Sligo so like my family would be out they'd be out in runs they'd be like out in the village and the thing is the house was so um far up the hill like it was at the base of the of a mountain called Nochnery so it wasn't like there was anyone in the house or near the house because it had its own little road so we would hear no. like there was sounded like pe- like several children running through the hall and laughter and it was like well I guess I'm just gonna die because it's weird and you just kind of like it was never a, a like a negative energy I've, yeah. I, I, the only en- negative energy I've ever experienced is in um is in Kilmainham and in Kilmainham makes me very yeah. upset and I don't like going there I've gone there several times like for like like research purposes and things like yeah. that and just to see it but it just that trips I and like certain parts of Trinity give off very odd vibes very strange very haunted-esque vibes and it's just like oh I feel sick like um what else made me feel really weird oh yeah no in the house in Sligo something sat on the bed Oh no, I don't like that. In the middle of the night, I don't me like and my that. sister would share a room. There was no animals in the house, um, and something sat on my bed. In the middle of the night. Nope. Like a full weight, like like on my leg. You know, like when you feel someone sit on your bed beside you. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. No, nope. it didn't feel intimidating, but when you're asleep, and I've never had sleep paralysis before, and so many people are like, "That was sleep paralysis," and I was like, "My eyes weren't fucking open." They yeah. were closed. I was awake. And I'm a lucid dreamer, so I know what the difference is. Yeah. And I was like, this is not... No. And so I just chose not to open my eyes. I was yeah, like, you're just like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I don't, I I don't want to know. I was watching an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved, and they were like, oh, because the, like, it was the house that apparently had a demon. And she was like, oh, and I woke up. And her kid used to come into our room at night and stare at her. And then she was like, one night I turned over and I looked over, and it wasn't my son. He was a little girl just standing there and no. I would have been like hell no and no. She, she was like so like, I just turned over and went back to sleep <laughs> excuse me now I have actually experienced sleep paralysis and it's something I've told I never, and I, I almost want to experience it so I know what it feels oh, like oh you don't want to experience it oh my god you do not want to experience it Um, no I've t- I'm not going to go like it is the sleep paralysis story like is a it's an experience to say the least Um, and if we are doing like a spooky special I might like an, like another like spe- like a special yeah. episode I might go into it because it is very very freaky now I know it's not real I know it's just sleep paralysis I know it's just my mind playing tricks on me um but that didn't make it any less spooky at the time mm-hmm. so anyway I think to end it on a slightly lighter note yeah. um our dearest friend Ashley Sweeney texted me earlier and I didn't see it until now asking our thoughts on couples costumes I love them because we're doing them yeah, me and Eva are basically doing couples. Like me and Eva are uh, a couple. Surprise! Um, me and Eva I, are basically doing. I have done doing... one couples costume in 
Oh, the Lucy in my lifetime because I had I had a serious relationship before Lucy and it shocked me. Um, and it was who was her? Who was who was they? Is what I said. Who was they? Um, we did um, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. Oh, oh, I like that. It was because he looked a little like Leonardo DiCaprio, so I was like, it yeah, works. it works. Yeah, see, I've never done a couple's costume. I've never. I'm not going to finish that sentence. I think I think even knows where that's going to go. I've never, mm. <laughs> I've never given my time to anyone because Eva's the only one that matters in my life. Yeah, um, exactly. But anyway, all joking is like, no, I've never done a couple of costume. Um, mm. I've never really done group costumes either, and I think there's so much fun. Like, all going to plan, and me, Eva, and one of our dearest friends are planning on doing um a Corpus Bride inspired group costume, which we are very um, excited for. Oh God. Um, it's so I'm just so and excited. I hope hope we're able to do it, but if it's not safe, obviously we won't. Yeah, I'll um, just do it over Zoom. I'll just do it over Zoom. Um, but like growing up, like I just didn't have solid enough friend groups for group costumes. Um, me neither. I always I'm also a very like I'm a bit of a particular person, so yeah. I like I just want I I'll get my shit sorted. I'm not sorting out your shit. No, like, like I'll look after me, but you you I could did, do you. Like a very I did a very shitty version of Crowley Field last year. It was nice for Halloween. I was yeah. like I was going through some shit. Um, and then the year before I did Wonder Woman. That was a good costume. I admit that. And that was like all things that I already owned. I I I found a metal belt thing and I yeah. spray painted it gold myself. Like that was that was cool. Yeah, no, um, the pictures from that is stunning. I've seen them so many times, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so in love I'm with you. I'm 99 leg. In yeah, all no, it's, Eva oh. looks stunning. Like, go through her Instagram, look at them. I might repost it. Yeah, definitely do. Even... She looks beautiful. I, when it comes to me in Halloween costumes, I spooky is the way to go. I yeah. growing up, you I, seem like a real like horror. Oh, I'm like I was like fun fact about me. I am. I was. I suppose I still am, but I was massively into special effects makeup. So if yeah, I can you see ever that. need anyone to do special effects makeup, I can hit me see up because like, I actually do it. With oh, as a, as a child, like as a child, when, when we were little, my sister would always be like, "I want to be like a princess or something." When like, I actually got older, she did go the spooky way, and she's an alternative queen. So don't don't at me, Rachel, even though she doesn't <laughs> listen to this. Um, but as a child, she'd be like, "I want to be a princess," and I'd be like, "I want to be a witch." I would make my mother at the age of like five or six make my mother buy fake blood. I remember one year, me and one of my friends, um, Niall for primary school, um, covered ourselves in fake blood. I had fake blood. Thought it was the coolest thing ever. Covered ourselves in fake blood, um, and it it stained everything. It stained nice. us. It stained our skin. It took us. Like, there was, like, a, for a good solid week, we were just covered in red splotches. We looked ever sli- slightly diseased. So if you <laughs> are using fake blood, um, please make sure that it is skin safe and doesn't make you Body look safe ill. safe materials always, guys. Yeah, that's one thing exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think on that note, I think that's a good note to wrap it up on. We are just at time now. Yeah. Um, we've had a very consistent listening today, which I'm absolutely we're chuffed. We're very chuffed. Yeah, we, yeah, me and Eva, <laughs> like, when the songs were playing, we're like, ooh, look how many people are listening. <laughs> we saw, like, I saw how high it went at one point, and I was like, fuck, I have to think about yeah, what we have to, We have to be eloquent and smart in <laughs> our... Words. Words, which I cannot do. So this is... This has been a stressful situation for everyone involved. But yes, thank you for everyone that listened in. Thank you to our continuing listeners. Thank you to everyone that's listening to the podcast. I hope you are all having a good day, week, month, yeah. year, whatever it is. Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde. And if you're not, once again, I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. Our DMs are always open. open. 
We have been our you two in love or I am Eve I am Eve Over. I am Eve Over. I am Eve Over now. I am Lucy Holmes and I'll let Eva Oh my god, thank you so much for listening guys. Stay tuned to our socials because I'll be doing a pumpkin video very soon. Yeah, um lots I'm of spooky excited. things coming your way, lots of Instagram posts, inspiration for costumes, yeah, self help, um stuff maybe about even retrograde is already up on yeah, our account. Maybe even some cheeky baking. We'll see how we feel. I feel like that'd be a very cute romantic date. We'll, um, we'll just get drunk and think. Yeah, I think we will. <laughs> anyway, we have been are you two in love or I usually end with a song, but we are at time I now. So, so I'm just going to love you and leave you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>